Gold 905. Markai With Denise. So good. We are with our final driver of the series. His name is Oliver Pong. And full disclosure, Oliver is actually a friend of mine from my theatre days. Hi, Ollie. Hello, Denise. So we go quite way back. Years and years. We used to do quite a lot of theatre together. We were musicals like... Uh, Beauty Love. Did cha, you do cha, cha. Paradise? Yes, Fried Rice Paradise. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you are a theatre practitioner. Well, I was actually trained in acting in LaSalle and then I went to England and I did musical theatre there, but majoring in dance, yeah. So you've got that as your foundation. Obviously, you are a gigging actor, a performer. <laughs> uh, we recently saw you actually in Goldilocks and the Three Bears with Three SRT. Bears, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's interesting, and I think this is quite true for many of us in the gig economy, is that we do lots of different things in order to well hustle and grind right so yeah. one of the things that you recently took up was private hire driving right that's right tell us a little bit about that experience I actually really enjoyed it I'm a bit gutted that I have to stop it because I got into the show you get to talk to people and it's a non-committed relationship and conversation <laughs> yeah 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 so for the duration of the ride you have a little connection with someone that's and then right. it's like bye bye mm-hmm. you send them off on their way that's right there's something about you where you can actually draw someone who's in a bad mood out of it and make a meaningful connection with them even though it's for a short period of time while they're riding in your car what's your secret? For me I just feel that everyone's going through life everyone has problems you know it's not easy for every single one of us so I think if someone come in in a bad mood you know instead of matching their bad mood put your ego aside and try to make them feel better uh, which happened with one lady when she came in and she slammed the door she was really angry that I didn't stop like maybe two steps further for her you know and yeah she got in and I had the music playing and she was like oh um, can you turn it down I'm like oh sorry sorry and then I said do you want me to turn it off she's like no 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 sorry I'm in a bad mood I had a stressful day I said okay don't worry I said would you like some classical music and she's like oh uh, that'd be nice and then after that we started talking and then she started opening up to me and told me about her life she's going through a very violent relationship and she's going through divorce so if I had reacted in a different way you know if I had been angry with her or something then this wouldn't have happened you know and it was very rewarding for me and I guess for her she probably realized what she had done you know and yeah just make the world a more beautiful place it's all about <laughs> empathy empathy is I think what you showed and it went a very very long way it's nice to cheer them up you know being the clown that I am yeah. <laughs> being so, the entertainer the, that you the are entertainer yeah <laughs> so I sing for them I talk to them you know uh, so it's, it's nice to be able to make people feel a little better on the journey from one place to another rather than you know sitting in a car where you just keep quiet and use your phone here. I find that really interesting that even in driving it's kind of like an extension of performance for you and it's all about making people happy cheering them up and hopefully leaving them in a better mood than when they first got into the car or into the theatre for that matter. Yeah. And what's also very interesting Oliver is that you also have quite a close connection to the culinary world. In fact you were cafe owner. Yes. I owned a cafe before going home. It shut down during COVID but I've given the name and the business to one of my very old staff who's been with me for 10 years. So he's reopened it in Bali Lane like uh, last month. But, you know, um, I think it really highlights the challenge it is to be someone who works in FMB to run your own place. I think I've built a lot of connections there, uh, met a lot of people, you know, so I don't regret any part of it. And a lot of foreign students were here, they were studying. And so I gave them work and now they've moved on to do IT and stuff like that. And quite a few of them have got like DR status. So in a way, I've helped them into a more modern
moderate life. I think many, many people will remember going to Going Home on Haji Lane. It was a very chill out space, very unique setting, kind of rustic and very, very welcoming and homely. Kind of like mm-hmm. your personality, I feel. <laughs> it's been a great journey, but you know, as life is we journey on, we don't stay at one spot. Absolutely true to what you were saying earlier on about, you know, wanting to reach out and connect with people and actually give them opportunities to be better or leave them in a better mood, in a better space, in a better place than when you first met them. I think that's very, very special. So you kind of paused on the private driving for a while <laughs> because, yeah, right. well, it's like whatever job comes along. If theater calls, then okay, you're going to go. I mean, you literally are jack of all trades. You also are a yoga instructor, right? That's right, master of none. <laughs> no, I think yeah, in call order me Jack. to. I should change my name. I mean, my surname was Pot would be good, Jackpot. <laughs> nice one, Oliver. You say master of none, but honestly, in order to be an instructor and actually have people come into your space, into your studio, you've got to be pretty good at the whole yoga thing. Don't be so modest. Okay, you know how being an actor, you always think you could be better. I mean, I'm also teaching yoga now, and and I find that really rewarding as well. Mm. And driving was very rewarding as well. It's just that I really don't have the energy and I don't think it's fair and it's safe to be driving when you're really tired. Exactly. But, but if I'm not doing anything, if oil sale, I go back to driving again. I think it's very rewarding as well. And yeah. I really admire all the drivers out there. A lot of them, they also are switching jobs and it's really not easy. Many of them have other interests and other hobbies or other jobs that they take on besides driving. And that's what the whole concept of driving actually affords you. It's a little bit of flexibility, right? Yeah. Yes, and also because you can roam about in your car, I'm sure you've discovered quite a few good makan places. So that was my (laughs) ulterior motive. (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, it's true because uh, you want to get some quick bites, you know, something that's refreshing, that doesn't take too long to make and it's affordable. Mm -hmm. I love Indian food. What always pulls you back to Little India because it's really one of your favorite places, right? It is. It's so organic. Everything is just so real. My shop was near Little India. My workers were mainly from South Asia background Mm -hmm. so I do go to Little India a lot to eat okay so share with us what you shared with me we had quite a fun afternoon just kind of wandering around in Little India (laughs) that's right yeah and then we had chat which is really the umbrella term for a whole series of different Indian snacks so tell us about the place that we went to it's called Dwaraka restaurant just opposite Mustafa Center and it's a restaurant but you're walking by they have a little kiosk that you can take away snacks the chat it's kind of nice and authentic you know that's how they would sell in India no, on the street like pani puri and stuff like that exactly that's what we had the pani mm-hmm. puri I love it because it's literally a snack that comes in its own edible container interesting yeah because <laughs> the puri is the little deep fried wheat shell it's like mm-hmm. a little puffed up disc that you can stuff with goodies I remember the mint sauce is very refreshing they put ice in it so it's cooling mm. and then there has this serving sauce right yes yeah, so there was a sweet and a more savory option and they gave both yeah. they're kind of like these brothy sauces that you can pour all over the puri so one yeah. was bright orange kind of the tamarind one and then the other one was this spicy 
spicy, kind of savory, greenish, minty yeah. green sauce. Mm-hmm. And yes, you are right. They put ice cubes inside. So it's a very refreshing yeah. little snack. Inside each puri was potato, onion, mildly spicy. You got the creamy yeah. potato. You've got the crispy shell. And then you have the pani, which is the sauces that you could have a yeah. sweet or savory experience. It's a nice way to take cups <laughs> in small portions. It's good for a snack, just to get you going for a couple of hours. Lovely bite-sized snack. $5 for six. Yeah. And we devoured yeah. those. And then we took a look at the menu board. There were so many different charts to choose from. And we chose another one. It sounds really fun to say. Papadi chat. So they broke up these little crispy bits and then they doused it in yogurt topping. There was a chickpea topping. There was like a garnish of coriander. There was like a fresh onion. I mean, it was just like a crispy, crunchy, creamy, delicious snack that you can eat with your hands as well. I actually really like that because uh, I usually just have the pani puri. Unusual way to enjoy a meal. This one where literally we were standing by standing the Standing there and eating, yeah. And it was quite feeling, you know, after having like those two dishes and sharing with you, I was actually quite full. Deceptively small portions. They look light and lots of different mm. textures. It was really quite a taste explosion for me. Oh yeah, stop it. You're making me wanting to go back and try more now. <laughs> <laughs> there were like, what, 12 different dishes on the menu, right? Yeah. What's nice is that literally you can make it last for as long as you want. You can go order, stand there, or you can actually sit down and have a little snack and then be on your way. Or you can just take away and eat as you walk. So I think they were very smart to actually open up a little kiosk outside the restaurant. But I think this is kind of a new trend in Singapore. It probably started during COVID, you know? Mm. Yeah, when people couldn't sit in, right? So they brought the food out and then now everyone's doing it and it's great. Thanks for sharing that. And just one last thing for the Mm -hmm. makan kakis. What would you recommend, in a nutshell, at Dwaraka Restaurant's kiosk? Pani puri because it's really refreshing and I like how light it is. You know, it's not too heavy taste-wise. And babadi chaat. That one is really nice because I love yogurt. It's also equally refreshing but a bit heavier on the taste side. Do go to Doraka Restaurant at 115 Side Awi Road. They're open Monday to Sunday, 11.30am to 2am. For more delicious details, check out Gold905's Facebook page, download the podcast on our free Me Listen app and watch the video on CNA Lifestyle. Gold905. Makai Kaki. Because good friends share good food.